0: Uh, Open your Bibles, please, to James, the first chapter. James, chapter 1, and verse 2. James 1, 2 says, My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into divers' temptations. How could you count it all joy? Verse 3, because you know something. Knowing this, That the trying of your faith works, or we could say exercises, patience. That's how patience develops. It's just like a muscle. Through exercise, it gets stronger, gets bigger, gets greater. If you don't exercise it, it gets weaker, gets smaller. People have had all kind of ideas about patience, many of them incorrect, I've even heard preachers say, uh, oh, don't pray for patience. Who, oh, no. Well, that's the last thing you want to do. I heard a fellow say one time, man, I prayed for patience one time. Dear me, never been through so much stuff the next weeks and months after that. I'll never pray for it again. Well, I've said some foolish things myself, but that's foolish. That's not the word. That's not right. When you understand what patience is, you won't be trying to avoid it You'll be wanting to grow in it big time. Why should you want to know more about patience? Why should you want to develop in patience? Verse 4. Let patience have her perfect work. Why? Why? That you may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Do you like the sound of wanting nothing? What does that mean? That means you've received everything you needed, everything you wanted, you don't lack or want for a thing. You are complete, fully furnished, entire, wanting nothing. Well, if you are in lack, whether it's in your body, your your mind, your finances, your marriage, whatever if you're in you don't have everything you see the Word of God telling you that belongs to you, how do you get from where you are to there? How do you get from lack to plenty? From torment to peace? How do you get from vexation and pain and problems to healing and health? How do you get there? You get there through faith and patience. And if you let patience have her perfect work, tell me how you wind up. How do you wind up? Perfect and entire, wanting nothing. You believe it? Go ahead and say, I believe it then. Go to Hebrews, please. Book of Hebrews. Just a few pages there. The uh, sixth chapter. Hebrews 6. We'll start in verse 12. He said that you be not slothful, but followers of them who through faith and patience... Inherit the promises. Yeah. Keep reading. For when God made promise to Abraham. Because he could swear by no greater. He swore by himself. Saying. Surely blessing I will bless you. And multiplying I will multiply you. So did the Lord tell him something he could believe. Yeah. And if you believe it. You're persuaded of it in your heart. That puts you in a state of of expectation or looking for it to come to pass. So he told Abram that he would be the father of many nations. You remember he took him out, told him look up in the night sky and said see can you count the number of the stars and he said that's how many children you're going to have. So shall your seed be and the number of sand on the seashore and they had no children. Is that something that Abraham and Sarah can believe? It is. They chose to. The Bible said he believed God and it was counted to him for righteousness. And he's called the friend of God. Faith is a choice. Some people would have looked up in the night sky and said, I'm sorry, I just can't believe that. I just just don't see any way that could ever happen with me. Well, then they wouldn't be in the book. When people say, I just can't believe that, that's not true. That's an untrue statement. You can believe anything you choose to believe. That's the nature of what faith is. Don't ever say, I can't. Say it right. I choose not to. That's what the truth is. Well, he chose to believe, and it was counted to him for righteousness, and he's called the friend of God and the father of faith, Abraham. We're seed of Abraham. Hallelujah. Are we believers? Those that choose to believe? Now keep reading. Well, verse 14 again. He said, I'm surely blessing, I'll bless you, and multiplying, I'll multiply you. And so what happened next year? They got older. And what happened the next five years? And the next 10 years? And the next 15 years? years? And the next 20 years? Now, you know, they look like they're further from it than they've ever been. Sarah's gone through the change of life. She's in her 90s. He's approaching 99. It looks like their window of opportunity has passed. It's not going to happen. But the Bible said against hope, he believed in hope, in expectation that he would be. That's where how many understand? Year one, two, three, five, 10, 20 plus, that's where the patience comes in. Isn't it? A lot of folks can believe God for a day or two. But when the weeks keep on going and the months keep clicking by and even years and it looks worse instead of better, that's when people get frustrated and they get weary. Come on. Huh? and they give it up So well I don't know what I was thinking I guess it's just not God's will and they fabricate new doctrines yeah, right. and they try to act wise they go well <laughs> you just never know what God's going to do <laughs> and some kind of reason why it's okay for me to stop expecting
1: Come on. Yeah. Good work.
0: but if the Lord told you something yeah. is it true yeah. how long will it be true then should you believe it? Yes. How long should you keep believing it? Never. How long should you keep looking for it, expecting it to come to pass?
1: <laughs>
0: as long as it takes. <laughs> now we've also seen, if you haven't been with us, let me encourage you to get the previous materials. We've already covered a lot of ground, but we've talked about seeing time from God's perspective. It'll help us tremendously if we will. Time tries trust. If everything happened in a day or two, or in a few weeks even, you wouldn't need patience, would you? You wouldn't need it. Why does he tell us don't be weary in well-doing? You'll reap in due season if you faint not. I mean, if it all happened right away, you wouldn't need to tell anybody that. (laughs) But that lets you know. There's going to be some things that don't happen immediately. Mm-hmm. And you're going to have to stand. And having done all to stand. stand, stand. Keep on standing. Yeah. Expect it. Keep on expecting. Year after year. Yes, thank you, Lord. <laughs> Do you hear the roar of excitement? Yeah. <laughs> you see. There's a four letter word. Your flesh don't like.
1: Right. Wait.
0: Wait. <laughs> oh I don't like that word. Oh, <laughs> oh it's a bad word to your flesh. <laughs> and the flesh says get it now anyhow but faith says if you wait it'll be great and this race that we run is not a sprint it's an endurance race and you need to learn how to set a pace and just keep on believing saying what he said, believing what he said expecting what he said, and there'll be times it'll look worse than it did when you started. It'll look like you're further from it now than you've ever been, but don't let it move you. I said, don't let it move you. We're not walking by sight. We're walking by faith. I know uh, you've heard me say this if you've been around, but years ago, I got a song along this line. Uh, I had been believing for some things, and it didn't happen, and it didn't happen some more. And month after month, and year after year, and it had been a couple of years. And it looked like we're way further from that kind of thing ever happening than when I started praying and believing for it. And the thoughts had just been coming to my mind you might as well forget about that. You might as well forget about that. Because uh, look, look, just look. I don't know what you were thinking, but you might as well forget about it. It's not happening. It's not happening. It's not happening. (laughs) and uh, Phyllis and I are going to a restaurant and I told her I'm going to go in here and wash my hands and and, uh, you can help pick out something and and I'm standing there washing my hands at the sink and uh, those thoughts are coming to my mind about that it's not happening, I didn't think about that all day and all night but when I think about it every day or two or three that comes to my mind, it's not going to happen you must forget about that and the Spirit of God inside me spoke up. I don't mean to heard a voice, but he said, hold on. Hold on. Keep believing. Be strong. In a little while, it's going to be all right. <laughs> hold on. Hold on. And it won't be long until your faith turns into sight. Glory to, God. Glory to God. I got stirred up. <laughs> I got a song there washing my hands. (laughs) We've sung it many times since then. And uh, then the Spirit of God began to quicken me. These thoughts began to come to my mind. He asked me, he says, if it's not working, why would the enemy care about bugging you, telling you it's not working? Huh? Why bug you? (laughs) It's unnecessary. It's not going to happen. Or, what if it's working wonderfully and you're closer to it than you've ever been and if you don't quit, it's going to come to pass. Then it would make sense for him to try to pressure you and get you to back off and get you to quit because that's the only way he can keep it from happening is to get you to quit. Tell somebody at one side or the other, say hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on keep believing, right? Hold on. No, the Bible said, verse 14, he said, surely blessing, I'll bless you, and multiplying, I'll multiply you. And so after he had patiently endured, what happened? He got it. Perfect and entire. Wanting nothing. Him and Sarah got the desire of their heart. And there was baby in the house. And there was laughing all around. Isaac, laughter. Can you say amen? Look in Hebrews the 10th chapter. Hebrews 10 and 35. What does it say? Cast not away therefore your confidence. Confidence of what? What? Confidence of faith and confidence of hope. Faith is the substance of things hoped for. You're confident, you're fully persuaded that what God told you is true. And you're confident that it will come to pass. You're looking for it, you're expecting it. Cast not away your confidence which has great recompense of reward. Keep reading. For you have need of patience. Hmm. Tell your neighbor. Say, you need patience. You need patience. <laughs> That's not the preacher's idea. Right there in the scripture, you need patience. What? That after you've done the will of God, you might receive. receive. It is a big part of you getting from where you are to where God wants us to be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Can you say amen? amen? Look at the 11th chapter of Hebrews, the first verse. Hebrews 11:1 says, Now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Keep reading for a few verses here. For by it the elders obtained a good report. Through faith we understand the worlds were framed by the word of God, so that things which are seen were not made of things which do appear. He made it by faith-filled words. We understand that he made it by faith. Sometimes people say, well, you know, y'all are just foolish and superstitious. That's unscientific. You know, this creation, a lot of people believe it. It's been taken out of the schools. By and large. And something that is unproven is taught as fact. You know why something's a theory? Because <laughs> it's unproven. Right. If it was fact, it wouldn't be theory. That's right. And I've read after some of the folks that are supposedly the brightest minds, you know, in our previous and current generations about these things. And you won't read three paragraphs into what they're talking about until they'll begin to say, we don't know for sure. but it's theory and it's conjecture. Well, they have chosen to believe it just appeared by itself. That takes faith. It's not science. It's an alternate belief. Did you hear me? All true science, when it catches up with God, agrees with God. All true science does. If it doesn't agree with God's word, it's science falsely so-called. No, there may have been a big bang when God said, light be. I don't know exactly how that worked, but by faith, I understand he made it. By his words. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. It's too amazing to just pop into existence by itself. Like looking at a brand new Lexus or Cadillac and going, where'd that Cadillac come from? It just popped into here. It evolved over millions of years. Started out as a pebble. And it's become a Lexus. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. No, it didn't. Somebody yeah somebody conceived it somebody invented it somebody mapped it out engineered it somebody made it somebody put it together somebody oh come on you don't have to think too hard to realize when something this amazing somebody made it somebody made you somebody made these planets how awesome he must be to make what he has made. Yes. Think about the solar system. Think about the universe, the stars. He's bigger than all that. He made it.
1: Yes. Yes.
0: And you can call him daddy. Yes. Talk about big daddy. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Woo! Yes. Big daddy. Yes. <laughs> and that's another message. Skip on down to verse 6. He said, without faith, it is what? Impossible "Impossible to please him. For he that comes to God must believe that he is and that he is a what? A rewarder of who? Those who are diligently doing what? What are they doing? Seeking Seeking him. Him. And in the very next couple of verses, he brings this up again more than once. Seeking him. Looking for him. That's who gets it. Keep reading. By faith Noah being warned of God of things not seen as yet. He was moved with fear. Prepared an ark to the saving of his house. Why? Because he was looking for a flood. He was expecting a flood. Why? God told him one was coming. People scoffed. They mocked. They called him a fool for years, but he was looking for a flood. So he's getting ready for it. And it came. It happened. By the which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness, which is by faith. And verse 8, keep going. By faith, Abraham, when he was called to go out to a place which he should have to receive for an inheritance, obeyed, and he went out not knowing where he went. So why did he go out and where was he going to? God told him. He told him to go out, and he told him he would show him. Right. So he's looking for something. Yes. He's seeking something diligently. Will those who diligently seek for something from God, will they be rewarded? Yes. yes, they will. Verse 9, by faith he sojourned in the land of promise, as in a strange country dwelling in tabernacles, tents with Isaac and Jacob, heirs with him of the same promise. Keep going. For he what? Wait. For he what? Wait. He was looking for a city. Somebody say he was looking. He was looking. Is Abraham a man of faith? Yes. What does faith do? Faith is persuaded, fully persuaded of what God said, and because you are, it puts you in a state of seeking for, expecting, looking for what he said to come to pass, to happen. He was looking for a city which has foundations, whose builder and maker is God. Looking for. Him. Now, let me give, well, excuse me, go to chapter 13, and then I'll say that. Chapter 13, Abraham was looking for something. Because he believed what God said. How about you and I? Yes. We believe what he said? Yes. Are we looking for anything? Yes. 13, 14. 1314 says, here we have no continuing city, but we seek one to come. Are you looking for something? Yes. Faith won't stop looking for the fulfillment of what God said. No matter how long it takes, no matter how contrary it looks, faith and patience won't quit looking for it. I'm looking for the rest of God's plan for my life. How about you? I'm looking for abundant provision to do it. I'm looking for doors of opportunity to be help and be a blessing. I'm looking to find my course and fulfill my course and finish my course. Are you looking for it? And then past this life, I'm looking for something. I'm looking for a city too. Like my father Abraham, I'm convinced they're working on my place over there today. Because Jesus said I'm going to prepare a place for it. And I'm going to come back and get you. You're going to be with me. I'm looking for that. Are you looking for that? I'm looking for that. One day I'm going to see my place. you going to see yours? Somebody say I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it. I'm looking for it. Listen to some verses that talk about this. You don't have to turn to these. But in... Uh, Titus 2.13, I'm going to go through three or four of these. Just pop them up on the screen if you would for us. Titus 2.13 He said, looking for that blessed hope and glorious appearing of the great God and our Savior Jesus Christ whether I'm alive here and breathing or whether my body's in the grave and I've already gone to be with him, I am looking for the time when the trumpet sounds and the dead rise. Come on, are you looking for it? Somebody say, I'm looking for for it. It's a blessed hope. I'm looking for it. Hebrews 9, 28. Hebrews 9, 28 says, Christ was once offered to bear the sins of many, and unto them that look for him shall he appear the second time without sin unto salvation. Who's he going to appear to? Who? Those that are looking for him. Oh, somebody say, glory to God. Glory to God. Looking for him. In Second uh, Peter. The third chapter and the twelfth verse. Second Peter 3 and 12. He says looking for and hasting. To the coming of the day of God. Now here's a very interesting phrase. Hasting means hurrying. When you look for something. In faith. It speeds you toward it. And it speeds it toward you. If you look for it with greater fervency and greater intensity, you can actually haste it. Looking for and hasting to the coming of the day of God. Can you say amen? amen. Wherein the heavens being on fire will be dissolved, elements will met with fervent heat. Nevertheless, we, according to his promise, look for new heavens and a new earth. Yes. Come on, are you looking for it? I'm, yes. I'm looking for it. Wherein dwells righteousness. Verse 14. Wherefore beloved seeing that you look for such things. Be diligent that you may be found of him in peace. Without spot and blameless. When you're looking for things. It makes you act differently. If you didn't believe it was there. You wouldn't look for it. If you didn't believe it's coming. You wouldn't look for it. You wouldn't look forward to it. You wouldn't look for it. Luke 11 and 9 says. Jesus said, I say to you, ask, and what will happen? It shall, it shall be given you. Seek, and you shall, and find. You shall find. Knock, it shall and it shall be opened to you. Verse 10, for everyone that asks, receives. And he that he seeks, find. finds. And to him that knocks, it shall be open. Let's zero in in this middle part for a moment. Say it out loud. He that seeks seeks, finds. finds. Is that true? Is that a principle? Jesus said, is it a truth? Say it again. He that seeks seeks, finds. He that seeks seeks, finds. finds." How will you find it? Look for it. Right? Well, here's a question. What are you looking for? Because according to Jesus, you're going to find it. <laughs> now that may be good, that may be bad. Depending on <laughs> <laughs> what you're looking for. Now, <laughs> Luke 21, 26. Just a few pages over. He said there would come a time When men's hearts would fail them for fear. Why? For looking after those things which are coming on the earth. What are they looking for? They're looking at what's happening. And uh, Young's Literal says their expectation of the things coming on the world. They're looking at destruction. And they're looking for more destruction. And their hearts will fail them because of fear. Verse 27. Then shall they see the Son of Man coming in a cloud with power and great glory. Are you looking for that? Verse 28. And when these things begin to come to pass, what do you do? What do you do? You look up. What are you looking for? You lift up your heads for your redemption draweth nigh. Oh, do you see a contrast here, saints? Yes. Here's men looking for destruction. Yeah. And their heart's failing them for fear. And they'll find it. Yeah. There's another bunch. Yes. Looking for redemption. Yes. And they find that. Yes. You'll find what you look for. What are you looking for? What are you looking for? He that seeks, finds. What are you expecting tomorrow? Rest of the day. Tomorrow. Next week. Next month. Are you expecting memory problems? No. As you grow older? No. Are you expecting to get more and more disabled? No. Huh? Weaker? No. Unable to get out and travel or go? No. Unable to move around the house much? No. Expecting to have memory lapses? No. And problems? No. Because <laughs> if you are, Now, see, we we laugh, but there's all kind of people that go, well, you know, I'm getting older now, and and this and that, and I don't feel, and so when memory problems show up, they don't like it, they're not happy about it, but they're not surprised, because they were expecting it. And if you're looking for it, you're going to find it fear is a perverted form of faith but instead of believing for good things it's believing for bad things and there's a law the Bible says your fears will come on you if you've had problems financially what are you looking for are you looking for it to get worse so you got all kind of Christians all they talk about is what's wrong what's wrong with the country what's wrong with the economy what's wrong with this what's wrong with that and if you feed that fear, what's it going to produce in you? you're going to expect destruction. And if you're looking for it, what's going to happen? You go find it. I'm going to look for something else. I said, I'm going to look for something else. I'm looking for salvation. I'm looking for redemption. I'm looking for victories. I'm looking for His will, his plan his blessing and if I seek it I'll find it can you say amen amen Amen. I believe it go with me to 1st Kings please 1st Kings and the 18th chapter 1st Kings 18 thank you Lord thank you Lord what are you looking for I'm looking for glory glory I'm looking for the coming of Jesus. I'm looking to get better, to get stronger. I'm not going to get old and get dumb. I'm getting smarter. Oh, yeah, I mean, when you're 85, your body's not like it was when it's 25, but that's just your body. I said, that's just your body. The outward man is getting older, decaying, but the inward man is renewed. Come on, somebody say, renew, renewed, day by day. I can be sharper than I've ever been. I can be stronger in faith. I can know God better. I can have more victory. I can be a bigger blessing than I've ever been. The older I get and the further I go, the path of the just, it's like the shining light. It gets brighter and brighter until the full day sun. That's what I'm looking for. People say, well, don't you know there's problems in the world? There's always been problems in the world. There's always going to be problems in the world. You focus on that, and you get to expecting more of the same. But there's always been people in the midst of the darkness who were a light. There's always been people in the midst of disaster that are having victories, that are overcoming. I choose to be one of them. That's what I'm looking for. I'm looking for it. 1 Kings 18 and 1. We're still talking about patience, aren't we? That's what patience does, is it keeps on looking and never stops looking for the fulfillment of what God said to you. First Kings 18 1 Kings 18:1 says, it came to pass after many days that the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year and said, go show yourself to Ahab and I will send rain upon the earth. Now does Elijah have a reason to expect something? To look for something? If he believes this word and he's persuaded of it in his heart, it will put him in a state of expectation. And he'll be looking just like Noah was looking for that flood. Abraham was looking for that city. He's looking for some rain. Why is he looking for some rain? God said, I will send rain on the earth. Now it hadn't rained for years. The country's in an awful shape. Crops have failed year after year. Terrible drought and famine. And on the weather channel there was no forecast (laughs) (laughs) of rain at all. Not this week, not next week, not next month. All the experts agreed no rain coming. But God said I'm going to send rain so verse 41 Elijah did what the Lord told him to do he went and told Ahab Ahab's is the head man of the country and contrary to all the experts and scientists and weather folks he told Ahab he said you need to get up and go eat and drink because I hear some heavy rain <laughs> I hear the sound of abundance of rain and uh, Ahab's probably thinking, I don't hear a thing. There ain't no rain. But he's hungry anyway, so he goes to eat. <laughs> Verse 42, Ahab went up to eat and drink. And Elijah went up to the top of Carmel. And he cast himself down on the earth and he put his face between his knees. What's he doing? Yeah, he's praying, I guess, but he's looking for
1: something.
0: All right. Boy, well, he's looking for something... Bent down, knelt down on the ground. We look not at those things that are seen. But at the things that are not seen. We walk by faith. Not by sight. Does he have a word from the Lord? What does it say, I'm going to send rain? So what's he doing? He's looking for rain. He said to his servant. What did he tell him to do? Go and look toward the sea. And he went up and looked. Looked and he said nothing. There he is, is added. He just said nothing. Yeah. And he said go again seven times. Now if you read the New Living Translation, it says it like this. He said to his servant, go look out toward the sea. The servant went and looked and he returned to Elijah. He said, I didn't see anything. And seven times Elijah told him to go and look. Get this picture now. <laughs> yeah. He uh his servant is there with him. He says, you need to go look for rain. He says, okay. So he goes, wherever it is he's looking. Maybe it's a high point where he can see off in the distance. And and he says, nope, nope, nope. He comes back. He says, no, sorry, nothing. He says, you need to go look again. Okay, well, I just looked. Go look. Go look again. Okay, all right. Uh... <laughs> Totally clear sky and dry, dry, dry. Uh, how about it? No, sorry. No, nothing, nothing. Go look again. Right now? I just, I just got to go look again. Okay, here we go, look again. Uh, so I don't know how far he's got to go, but he's looking again. He's going, like I said absolutely nothing. Nothing, nothing, nothing. So he goes back and he says, what about it? Like I said, there's nothing. There is nothing. Nothing. Go look again. Right now? Go look again. Right now? Okay, okay, okay. (laughs) Y'all with me? How many times is this? Huh? Are we on four? He looks. He looks. Exactly like last time. Exactly, like last time. So he comes and he says, How about it? How about it? Nothing. Nothing? No, no, nothing. You need to go look again. <laughs> Wonder what this guy's thinking. Yeah. You want me to go? I, I just can't. I'm telling you, there's nothing. Now here, In times like this, it's where people can get rebellious.
1: That's right.
0: right? Can't they? That's good. Unbelievers... We'll get rebellious now go, I'm t- I told you, you don't need doing it again. You need to live in the real world.
1: Right. Okay. It is what it is.
0: Yes. Right. <laughs> the man of God said, I said, yeah. go look again. Yes. Yeah. All right, I'll go look again. man. I'm telling you, there's nothing to see out there. I've been out there time after time after time. What does he think? Is he going <laughs> to blow up? here? What is it? <laughs> Nothing, 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 a whole lot more of nothing, nothing, nothing. How about it? Nothing. Let me guess. Go look again. Yeah, go look again. Go look again. <laughs> Real faith. Accompanied with real patience. Never stops looking. For the fulfillment of what God said. It will not quit. It doesn't care how impossible it seems. How much worse it looks now than when we started. None of that makes any difference. If he said it. It's true. If he said it. He's well able to do it. And Abraham was fully persuaded. That what God has said, He was able to perform. One, two, three, four, five, six, and seven. And the seventh time, seventh time, verse 44 finally, the seventh time, His servant told Him, I saw a little cloud. (laughs) I did, I did saw a cloud. Told I saw a cloud. <laughs> little cloud. Little bitty cloud. About the size that means you could hold your hand up and cover it up from his vantage point. Little bitty cloud. So does that mean we're in danger of a downpour? Because there's a little bitty, little bitty wisp of a cloud out there. And uh, notice what the man of God says. He said, hurry up. Go tell Ahab, you better get in your chariot, get to the house. If you don't, the rain's going to stop you.
1: <laughs>
0: Just a little cloud. little cloud.
1: <laughs>
0: this is how faith looks. Yes. This is how faith thinks. Yes. This is how faith yes. talks. Because if God said it, it doesn't matter what it looks like. It's going to happen. Amen. For the believers. Now, I want you to stop saying, everybody wait now. Yes. What if he had stopped after the third time?
1: All right.
0: What if it had stopped and said, "Well, you know, we tried, no. and we just don't understand His ways, and that's not up to us. Yeah. And we just need to stay out of God's business and no. just accept whatever no. will be will be. The future's not ours to see." Case oh, no. <laughs> sarah The reason I say that is because that ain't Bible. That ain't Bible. What is that, Doris Day? Well, she's great, but that's not Jesus, right? That's not. (laughs) See a lot of these young kids going, Doris, who? He said, hurry up, go tell Ahab, get in your chariot and you better put the pedal to the metal because this rain is going to flood you out. And it came to pass in the meanwhile that the heaven was black with clouds and wind and there was a great rain. And Ahab rode and went to Jezreel. And the hand of the Lord was on Elijah. And he girded up his loins and ran before Ahab to the entrance of Jezreel. out ran the king's chariot. This is what faith will do to you faith will get you so excited and people wonder why, man, you know, why does he got to raise his voice and fly his hands around like that? And, and why they all got to holler and always making all these confessions? Is all that necessary. I'm telling you, you get some faith in you, you'll yeah. brighten up yourself. Yeah. <laughs> because you can't have real faith in your belly and not be excited. Yeah it'll stir you up and then when you stand and haven't done all to stand and you keep looking when everybody else gave up and when it comes and the rain of blessing is falling on your life and you're running under the power of the Holy Ghost and the rain of God of blessing is on you you will be excited somebody say wet 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 with the blessings of the reign of God is he perfect and entire wanting nothing how did he get there he believed what God said and he wouldn't quit looking for it come on can you say amen he wouldn't quit looking for it go to Hebrews 12 in closing I think Hebrews 12 oh thank you Lord you know, this is true about healing. Yes, it is. I said, this is true about healing. In fact, on your way to Hebrews, stop off in Mark 8. And let's just talk about healing just a minute. Mark 8, verse 23 or so, there was a blind man that they brought to Jesus. And verse 23, Jesus took the blind man by the hand and he led him out of town. And he spit on his eyes and put his hands upon him and asked him if he saw aught. And verse 24, something happened. He looked up. What's he looking for? Is he looking for darkness? He's looking for light. He's looking for sight. And he said, I see some men. They look like trees walking. So he's got some vision better than what he had. But it's not right. It's not correct. It's distorted. Notice what Jesus did. Verse 25, Jesus put his hands again upon his eyes. And what did he do? What did he do? What did he do? He said, now look. Look up. And he was restored and saw every man clearly. Don't stop looking for it till you see all of it. Till you get all of it. Come on, can you see this? He looked and saw some of it. He could have quit. Jesus said, oh no, 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 no. Here, take some more and look some more. Keep on looking. And he looked up and he saw it all. Keep on looking for it. Keep on reaching. Keep on seeking until it fully comes to pass. In your life, experientially I'm talking about. Hebrews 12, 2. Hebrews 12, 2. Did you know that you can't see your healing looking at your symptoms? Do you know that? And you can tell what people are looking at because of what? What they're talking about. It's not hard to figure out. If people are talking about their pain and how they feel and about the bad report, that's what they're looking at. And if you look at that night and day, what are you going to find? You're going to find more of the same. You can't see your healing looking at your symptoms. You can't see your miracle looking at the impossibility. You can't see your provision looking at your bills, looking at your needs. You can't see the answer looking at the problem. It's a choice what you look at. Which direction you, what are you looking for? Come on, help me out. What, what are you looking at? What are you looking for? Look at Hebrews 12 Two, Looking unto Jesus, the author and finisher of our faith. What do we look at? Don't look at your problem. Look at your Savior. Don't look at your, your symptoms. Look at your healer. Don't look at your bills. Look at your provider. Don't look at the impossibility. Look at the miracle worker. Look at the miracle worker. Look at him who said, I am the way, the truth the life I am the light of the world you follow me you won't walk in darkness are you following him I'm looking after him I'm following him do you believe he'll lead us right out of darkness into light right out of sickness into health right out of poverty into plenty right out of confusion into peace right out of depression into joy looking under Jesus hallelujah everybody stand up thank you Lord Thank you, Lord. Oh, somebody say, thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord.
1: This ministry has been brought to you today free of charge by the partners of More Life Ministries and Faith Life Church. If you would like to help send this word to others at no charge, you can become a word sender today. For more information, visit our website at morelife.org.